too. There's Adam Shifty. There he is. <laughs> the the nickname Trump's nickname has invaded your head. I've noticed, and like when you you really want to say Adam Shift every time. <laughs> well, no, I just, just it's just stuck in your head. Yeah, it is. It's I do. Uh, but <laughs> he is. He's so shifty. Uh, lied a couple of times already himself uh, in the in the testimony. Well, hearings. he has no idea who this whistleblower is. None. He has no name. No name. He's in, in the He's dark. the only I mean, one. Sure. He's the only one. It's all over the internet, and right. it's all been rep- reported by multiple sources. Every and- single person in Congress and the Senate know who this person is. It was in testimony, which right. they released, mm-hmm. and this whole thing started with the whistleblower coming to Adam Schiff's <laughs> staff. Him. But, but he, he has no, no idea. He's got no idea. I've never met the guy. <laughs> okay, so he's going to be uh, he's going to be interviewing uh, and uh, doing the testimony of the ousted Ukrainian ad, um, uh, ambassador. Now, here's why she's important. She's the one that said to the the good Inspector General, or what do they call him, General Prosecutor, or Prosecutor Generals. Mm-hmm. Remember, Joe Biden fired the bad one. And then, in his own words, they put a good guy in there that we can trust. Well, that guy said the same thing that the quote-unquote bad prosecutor said. So at some point, he went bad, too. But he's testified, you know, not in this hearing because you're not getting the other side. Uh, But he's testified that he went to Ambassador Yovanovitch. And he said, hey, I've got all this evidence I need to send. And she said, "Uh, no, we're not sending any of that to the DOJ. Uh, All of that is barred uh, from going into America, as are your people. And uh, something else. You're not to prosecute or or look into uh, George Soros or any of these NGOs. And she gave a whole list. Now, the media says, that's been taken back. That guy, he took that back. No, he didn't. He clarified when somebody said, uh, so she gave you a list. And he said, no, 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 she didn't actually give me the list. She spoke it, and I wrote it down. And that's how the media is saying, she never gave him a list. Even he said she never gave him a list. That's how dishonest these hearings are. So we're going to hear from her and her story on how she's just a great ambassador, even though even Zelensky on the call with Donald Trump said, yeah, you know, your ambassador's really not good, right? He's like, yeah, I know. uh, Yours isn't either. And they both fired the ambassadors because they were both working for the DNC. It's insane what's going on. And the Democrats' case here is basically, you know, Giuliani is over there trashing this ambassador because Giuliani has ties. These two guys that were arrested at the airport a couple few weeks ago. Right. Those two guys were over in Ukraine. They had started a smear campaign against her because she had come in and and, and targeted their business interests in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So Giuliani was assisting these two guys that they do have a, a close you know relationship business wise at least at some level. Yeah, he represents them, right? And they've donated a bunch of money to Trump, and there's been a back and forth yeah. there. The, the argument from the Democrats is those guys were there trashing her, trying to get her thrown out, so that. They could get someone in there that would not target their business interests. Has nothing, has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. That's what uh, they say. I'm just bringing uh, up their case. Right. I know that. I know that. And I appreciate that. That was episode number two of <laughs> Ukraine. If you didn't watch it, mm-hmm. that's what we went through. And 
it, I can't tell you about any of that. Might be, might not be. Might be that he's just, he has a, um, these two clients and he's representing them as all, you know, attorneys do. They choose. Rudy, Rudy Giuliani has become a little bit of a mob lawyer from time to time, which is surprising. <laughs> he is, you know, at the request of Hunter Biden in, where is it, Macedonia? He's representing somebody that Hunter Biden said, hey, could you represent this guy who's a bad guy? But the Bidens said, would you represent him? So he's representing them, too. I mean, that's what he does now to make his money. Um, But the only thing that we know happened with Giuliani is that these guys introduced him to the two prosecutor generals. Because the prosecutor generals were desperate to get this information to America, to somebody who would listen. And so they said, hey, we, we have the proof. The prosecutor generals, they want to get it. And he said, well, can you line up a meeting with me? And so it was that guy, those two guys that are bad news, that put Rudy Giuliani in touch with um, the Biden, I've got to fire prosecutor general, and the Biden, oh, this is the good guy prosecutor general, those two had several meetings with Rudy Giuliani, and that's where he got all this information. And it is interesting that both the person that Biden wanted to replace initially and the person that Biden replaced him with, both of them now are still saying things that are very critical uh, of the storyline the Democrats are presenting. Correct. Both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... I, You'd think normally, in a normal story, that would be a pretty big deal, mm-hmm. right? Like when mm-hmm. you have the person that Biden's basically hand chose to put in there as the good guy, and that guy is not agreeing with the left-wing <laughs> right. storyline. Oh, no, but they've turned. They've turned right. because they just want to keep their jobs. They don't have jobs. <laughs> job. I mean, there is this thing where basically, because there's so, there is so much corruption in this country, Yeah. They can kind of just say, well, I mean, we just we picked another person. We thought they were good and they were corrupt, too. Yeah. And it's like, well, that is uh, believable at some level in Ukraine because seemingly anyone who goes within 100 miles of Ukraine turns into Mr. Corruption. Yes. Um, Which brings us back to the ambassador, Yovanovitch, who is more uh, more more than 100 yards closer to Ukraine. She was actually in Ukraine. She is the. She's the key. Let's take Devin uh, Nunez here and his uh, opening statement real quick. Yeah, it's coming up here. Uh, so okay. he's, uh, coming, up in, ready. Uh, coming up in just a second. Um, they're getting ready to introduce the ambassador who is going to testify. And uh, she's the one who was coordinating uh, w- with the um, ambassador in the United States for Ukraine to get information back and forth about Donald Trump and the last campaign. Everything that America thought they were going to find on Donald Trump in Russia, it's right here. I, it, I'm curious. I mean, Thank Schiff is gentlemen. finishing up, and here comes Nunez. Does anyone it's think Schiff is good at this? Schiff? Yeah. Oh, I think he's horrible. I have to, yeah. Continue engaging here's Nunez. In the Democrats' day-long TV spectacles. Instead of solving the problems, we were all sent to Washington to address. We now have a major trade agreement with Canada and Mexico ready for approval, a deal that would create jobs and boost our economy. Meanwhile, we have not yet approved funding for the government, which expires next week, Mm. along with funding for our men and women in uniform. 
Instead, the Democrats have convened us once again to advance their operation to topple a duly elected president. I'll note that five, five Democrats on this committee had already voted to impeach this president before the Trump-Zelensky phone call <laughs> occurred. In fact, Democrats have been vowing to oust President Trump since the day he was elected. So Americans can rightly suspect that his phone call with President Zelensky was used as an excuse for the Democrats to fulfill their Watergate fantasies. But I'm glad that on Wednesday, after the Democrats staged six weeks of secret depositions in the basement of the Capitol, like some kind of strange cult, the American people finally got to see this farce for themselves. They saw us sit through hours of hearsay testimony about conversations that two diplomats who had never spoken to the president heard secondhand, thirdhand, and fourthhand from other people. That's literally what In they were words, testifying on. Rumors. Hearsay. The problem of trying to overthrow a president based on this type of evidence is obvious. But that's what their whole case relies on. Beginning with secondhand and thirdhand information cited by the whistleblower. That's why on Wednesday, the Democrats were forced to make the absurd argument that hearsay can be much better evidence than direct evidence. They actually tried to make that case as well. Just the spectacle couldn't get more bizarre. In case you didn't know. Committee Republicans received a memo from the Democrats threatening ethics referrals if we out the whistleblower. Out him. Out as him. the Democrats are well aware, no Republicans here know the whistleblower's identity because the whistleblower only met with Democrats, not with Republicans. Chairman Schiff claimed not to know who it is, yet he also vowed to block us from asking questions that could reveal his or her identity. Republicans on this committee are left wondering how it's even possible for the chairman to block questions about a person whose identity he claims not to know. The American people may be seeing these absurdities for the first time, but Republicans on this dais are used to them. Until they secretly met with the whistleblower, Democrats showed little interest for the last three years in any topic aside from the ridiculous conspiracy theories that President Trump is a Russian agent. When you find yourself on the phone, like the Democrats did with Russian pranksters offering you nude pictures of Trump, and afterward, you order your staff to follow up and get the photos, as the Democrats also did, then it might be time to ask yourself if you've gone out too far on a limb. Even as they were accusing Republicans of colluding with Russians, the Democrats themselves were colluding with Russians by funding the Steele dossier, which was based on Russian and Ukrainian sources. Meanwhile, they turn a blind eye to Ukrainians meddling in our elections because the Democrats were cooperating with that operation. This was the subject of a July 20, 2017 letter sent by Senator Grassley to then Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. The letter raised concerns about the activities of Alexander Chalupa, a contractor for the Democratic National Committee who worked with Ukrainian embassy officials to spread dirt on the Trump campaign. As Senator Grassley wrote, 
Chalupa's action, quote, Chalupa's actions appear to show that she was simultaneously working on behalf of a foreign government, Ukraine, and on behalf of the DNC and the Clinton campaign in an effort to influence not only the U.S. voting population, but U.S. government officials, unquote. After touting the Steele dossier and defending the FBI's Russia investigation, which are now being investigated by Inspector General Horowitz and Attorney General Barr, Democrats on this committee ignore Ukrainian election meddling, even though Chalupa publicly admitted to the Democrats' scheme. Likewise, they are blind to the blaring signs of corruption surrounding Hunter Biden's well-paid position on the board of a corrupt Ukrainian company you see while comments? his father served as vice president and point man for Ukraine issues in the Obama administration. New banking records have been released. Uh oh what do they show? Uh, shows he got all kinds of money uh, from Burisma, making Joe direct Biden payments. Mm. Uh, you know, of course, he didn't make a dime. We should also point out, like, when they're bringing up Chalupa here, Chalupa is someone that, of course, so the Republicans the really want to talk to about all of this. Mm -hmm. And, of course, obviously you'd think, well, the Democrats don't want her to talk, blah, 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 blah. And so they're not letting you know, her be called. Mm -hmm. She herself, though, is saying she wants to come testify. She wants to. So they're actually not only rejecting the Republicans, they're rejecting her request to come testify. Unbelievable. 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 Okay, we'll come back to this and, uh, you know, and give you all of the important stuff. Uh, I think it's worth listening to the ambassador. It might make your head explode, but uh, really listen how the um, the embassy and the State Department are spinning this. If you watched our specials, you already know who these people are. If you if you watched uh, Wednesday night and saw our special Wednesday night, you know why the State Department and why Schiff and everybody else is working so hard to control this. Uh, because one misstep on this, and, the, and, and, and literally the State Department and the DNC fall apart. We'll go more into that in just a second. Stand by. Oh, my God. He's still going on, huh? All right, so Nunez is, uh, is still going on, but I enjoy the first part because he's Again, right. We're looking forward to your visit to the visit of a high-level delegation, but there's no words that can describe our wonderful country, how nice, warm, and friendly our people are, how tasty and delicious our food is, <laughs> and how wonderful Ukraine is. Words cannot describe our country, so it would be best for you to see it yourself. So if you can come, that would be great. So again, I invite you to come. The President, well, I agree with you about your country, and I look forward to it. When I owned Miss Universe, they always had great people. Ukraine always very well represented. It was always very well represented. When you're sorry, right, hang on. This, this is the transcript. Let, this reading. is the transcript uh, that, uh, and, and we can, uh, we, we, we need to start that one from the beginning. I get to play Trump. Have you, give, have you given me the copy of the transcript? They're very complimentary of each other. I've looked oh, ahead yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what these calls apparently are, which is just everyone. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yes. You, know, like, you don't have the presidents do the heavy lifting. Right. The president is just like, oh, man, and Mr. Gorbachev, you're the best. What spot on your face? I've never seen a spot <laughs> on your face. What are you talking about? 
You're a handsome, handsome man. And then it's the underlings that are like, he's not coming to your to visit to meet you unless you get that spot removed. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's not, not happening. And then he'll be like, what? <laughs> they said what? That's oh, not even. Yeah. You know what? Let me talk to those people because that's an insult. You have a beautiful, beautiful, spotless, perfect face. Look, I mean, we all, we, we all know we're in a situation where we have spies in every one of these countries and all of this. That's if there's one legitimate criticism of Trump is that he's not supposed to be the one saying these things. <laughs> that's when you're right, exactly on, right. Like that's right. No, you don't mention Biden. Let some other guy mention <laughs> that's exactly, Biden. That's exactly right. He's just like, I'd love to have you there, and then somebody else picks up the phone and's like, he's not going to have you in the White House unless you do this. <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to work. But I digress. We'll give you the perfect perfect phone call that happened before the last perfect phone call in just a few minutes and then we get to hear from this really great ambassador i gotta take judy real quick because she claims she understands my pain i think uh at christmas time judy hi welcome hi dear hi did you listen to yourself Right after that commercial. Wait a minute, I thought you were going to support my point. Oh, I, I, I'm supporting you. Okay. But listen, do you realize how lucky you are? Your wife actually listens to you on anything? No, she's not listening to me. She's listening to Stu or Pat. She's listening she's, to you no, read the commercial, take the win. <laughs> take the win, boyfriend. Okay? All That's right. Number one. All That's right. Eight, number one. Yeah. Buy her what she wants. What she wants. Buy, all right. She wants the chair. Get her the chair. Then buy her something that will surprise her and delight her. I have always found Sorry. personally it will be gold no. or a gemstone. No. But you know your wife better than I yeah, do. Yeah, no. Okay. I've already now, given her me. I mean. Mm. I know how much <laughs> more can we want. I know. And listen, Dolly, right. yeah, after, yeah, that, yeah. after yeah. I yelled at you for the painting that you right. gave her or the, the one with the, pa- the tape. The portrait that time, the Valentine's not present. with a tape. That is that's like a, yes, that's uh, a very that's a very good expensive piece of artwork. Yes, is it in the barn as you predicted, or is she actually hanging it in the house? No, she let me she let me hang it uh, on the on the staircase, which she okay. says I don't I want a big picture of me, and I'm like, yeah, sure. but I do, and the kids do. Okay. So it's for you. Well, at least it's in the house. <laughs> shut up. It's not in the barn. Yes, it's Don't the... tell me to shut up. No, not you. I was telling <laughs> Stu to shut up. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. So okay. buy, her, buy her something all right. that she will love, okay? okay? All right. In addition to this. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Thank you, Judy. Get back to your shopping plans later. Yeah, I know. I just, well, on. she was supposed to just support me and say you're the best and then hang up the phone. <laughs> That's what I was told. <laughs> no we took okay. The call. So, so anyway, uh, we have uh, the ambassador. Who is now testifying about what a hardship she's had to she's had to move and thirteen times for strengthened our policy <sighs> by approving the provision to Ukraine of anti tank missiles mm-hmm. known as javelins. Yes. Supporting Ukraine is the right thing to do. Yes. It's also the smart thing to do. Yes. If Russia prevails mm-hmm. and Ukraine falls to mm-hmm. Russian dominion, right. we can expect to see other attempts right. by Russia to expand its territory but and how, its influence. Could I ask a question? How can he as be so pro-Russia if he was Ukraine's reversing the Obama policy and supporting and sending military equipment to Ukraine? Yeah, what she said right there, Obama never did. No. Trump did it. Right. And the Ukrainian people understand that. 
That's why they launched the Revolution of Dignity in 2014, oh, demanding to be a part of Europe, demanding the transformation of the system. They did. Demanding to live under the rule of law. They did. Ukrainians wanted the law to apply equally to all people, mm -hmm. whether the individual in question is the president or any other citizen. Uh -huh. It was a question of fairness, of dignity. Right. Here again, there is a coincidence of interests. Corrupt leaders are inherently less trustworthy, while an honest and accountable Ukrainian leadership makes a U.S.-Ukrainian partnership more reliable and more valuable mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to the United States. A level playing field in this strategically located country, bordering four NATO allies, creates an environment in which U.S. business can more easily trade, invest. So, can I? Is there, what does like, this have to do with anything? Right. We all know Ukraine is important. We're right. Not saying we, we all know that it's a level again. playing field. I just keep asking. So, why then would you say you can't investigate things in your own country? Why can't you? Wait a minute. So, you like the shadow justice system of George Soros and Barack Obama? The State Department, you, you want a level playing field. Well, then why wouldn't you let the prosecutors who you invited over to America to train them how to find corruption? Why wouldn't you let those people go to America to talk to our DOJ to inform America about corruption? Makes no sense. Because Donald Trump. Oh, okay. All right. I got it. I got it. I got it. It comes into focus now, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. Is that they found Americans willing to partner with them and working together, they apparently succeeded in orchestrating the removal of a U.S. ambassador. Oh, my gosh. How oh, could no. our system fail like this? How is it that foreign corrupt interests could manipulate our government? Which country's oh interests gosh. are served mm. when the very corrupt behavior we have been criticizing is allowed to prevail? <laughs> Such conduct undermines the U.S., exposes our friends, and widens the playing field for autocrats like President Putin. Our leadership depends on the power of our example and the consistency of our purpose. Ooh, there's a fiery pit for ladies and a fiery pit for gents. With that background in mind, I'd like to briefly address some of the factual issues okay. I expect you, you may want to ask okay. me yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. Starting with my timeline in Ukraine mm -hmm. and the events about which I do and do not have firsthand knowledge. How about we just stick to the ones where Ukraine you do have on first August and August 22nd, yeah. 2016, and left Ukraine permanently on May 20th, 2019. All right. There are a number of events you are investigating to which I cannot bring any firsthand knowledge. The events that predated my Ukraine service include the release of the so-called Black Ledger and Mr. Manafort's subsequent resignation from President Trump's campaign, mm. and the departure from office of former Prosecutor General Victor Shokin. Mm. Several other events occurred after I returned from Ukraine. These include President Trump's July 25, 2019 call with President Zelensky, the discussions surrounding that phone call, and any discussions surrounding the delay of security she assistance She cannot also tell Ukraine us if the, the universe is linear or circular. Ah, so. During my tenure in uh, Ukraine. Okay, good. I want to, re to reiterate first the allegation that I disseminated a do not prosecute list was a fabrication. 
Mr. Lutsenko, the former Ukrainian prosecutor general who made that allegation, Don't do it. Don't do it. has acknowledged <gasps> that the list never existed. Oh my gosh! I did she not did tell it. Mr. Lutsenko Perjury. Or Ukrainian officials who they should or should not prosecute. Instead, Perjury. I advocated the U.S. position that rule of law should prevail. And Ukrainian law enforcement, prosecutors, and judges We're coming back should to that. That is critical that you understand what she just did. Against their adversaries and start dealing with all consistently and according to the law. Also untrue are unsourced allegations that I told unidentified embassy employees or Ukrainian officials that President Trump's orders should be ignored because he was going to be impeached or for any other reason. I did not, and I would not say such a thing. Such statements would be inconsistent with my training as a foreign service officer and my role as an ambassador. Yeah, I've never even heard that allegation. Mm-hmm. The Obama administration did not ask me to help the, the Clinton campaign or harm the Trump campaign, nor would I have taken any such steps if they had. Partisanship of this type is not compatible um, with the sweetheart, role Sweetheart, you just said that you weren't there officer. at that time, so why are you offering your opinion here? I have never met Hunter Biden, nor have I had any direct or indirect conversations Didn't with him. Didn't think you would. And although I have met former Vice President Biden several times over the course of our many years in government service, neither he nor the previous administration ever raised the issue of either Burisma or Hunter Biden with me. With respect to Mayor Giuliani, Why is she bringing this up? Because we can't talk about it. I have had only minimal contact with him, a total of three, none related to the events at issue. I do not understand Mr. Giuliani's motives for attacking me, nor can I offer an opinion on whether he believed the allegations he spread about me. Clearly, no one at the State Department did. What I can say is that Mr. Giuliani should have known those claims were suspect, coming as they reportedly did from individuals with questionable motives and with reason to believe that their political and financial ambitions would be stymied Really? By our anti-corruption policy the, in Ukraine. Oh my gosh! Which is a <clears throat> George Soros After organization, and those two sources uh, that he is quoting is not these two that went to jail, but instead the two prosecutor generals. In the, mm. in the wake of the negative press, State Department officials suggested an earlier departure, and we agreed upon July 2019. I was then abruptly told, just weeks later in late April, to come back to Washington from Ukraine on the next plane. At the time I departed, Ukraine had just concluded game-changing presidential elections. Mm-hmm. It was a sensitive period and with really much at stake for the United States. We were not correct. We called for all the experience and expertise we could muster. Mm. When I returned to the United States, Deputy Secretary of State Sullivan told me there had been a concerted campaign against me, that the president no longer wished me to serve as ambassador to Ukraine, and that, in fact, the president had been pushing for my removal since the prior summer. As Mr. Sullivan recently recounted during his Senate confirmation hearing, neither he nor anyone else ever explained or sought to justify the president's concerns about me. Nor did they don't have the to. They don't have to. And don't the have question to. is, why were you I still serving I had done something a year later? I appreciate mm-hmm. that Mr. Sullivan publicly affirmed at his hearing that I had served capably and admirably. Although then and now, I have always understood 
that I served at the pleasure of the president. <laughs> I still sound like find she it understands. difficult no, it to comprehend Jeez. that foreign and private interests were able to undermine U.S. interests in this way. Individuals who apparently felt stymied by our, our efforts to promote stated U.S. policy against corruption, that is, to do our mission, no. were able to no, successfully of disinformation. They're accusing you and the DNC and George Soros of deep corruption, and we have all the evidence, sweetheart. Baseless allegations is that too demeaning? No, I think you mean sweetheart with all the love. And respect she deserves? Yes. Yes. yes I fully Thank understood for... that the allegations mm-hmm. were false. I thought that was and the important to clarify. Thank you. These events should concern everyone in this room. Yes, they do. Ambassadors are the symbol of the United States abroad. They are the personal representative of the president. (laughs) They should always act and speak with full authority to advocate for U.S. policies. Uh, If our chief representative is kneecapped, it limits our effectiveness Mm. to safeguard the vital national security interests of the United States. This is especially important now. When the international landscape is more complicated mm-hmm. and more competitive than it has been since the dissolution of the Soviet okay. Union. So, so mm. I haven't heard a lot of stuff, you know, besides the lies, um, a <laughs> lot of stuff on principle that I disagree with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she does work for, uh, you know, at the, at the will of the president. So why wasn't she fired a year before? Why, when the president first came to the State Department and said, I want you to change her out, did they not change her out? That's the sort of stuff that Trump's been complaining about. Correct. Where he wants things carried out and people don't carry them out. That's Correct. why Haley has in her book. Yes. I mean, it's, that's why he, that's why, honestly, he looks to be erratic. He just did this in Ukraine? No. He's been trying to fire her for a year and they wouldn't fire her. You know, a guy, at mm-hmm. least me... This is somebody just said this to me the other day. You're going to speak this into existence. And I said, yes, I'm going to. Because sometimes when you're up against a whole mob that just doesn't see the vision or doesn't want to go there, then that's the time that you just say, I'm moving forward with or without you. I'm moving forward. And that's what Donald Trump did because the State Department thinks they run the uh, foreign policy. They don't. They work for the president. I mm-hmm. also am fine with all the stuff that she said about we have to have stability and we don't want corruption. Yes, however, as you as we have shown you the deep state corruption and what they were actually doing in Ukraine, for her to say, I would never work together with anyone that was trying to throw the election, you weren't there. You started by saying... I can't comment on those things. And then you comment on those things just to try to smear. And when I come back, I'm going to tell you why what she said when she said Lusenko uh, has withdrawn that, why that is such a lie and she should be held for perjury uh, when we come back. Stand by. Thanks, Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast. You can listen to it. Uh, wherever you get your podcast every day. It's, it's great, great show. Welcome to the uh, program. Well, that's the same kind of th- feeling, though. Stu and I were just talking about this um, uh, with the ambassador, Ambassador Yovanovitch, 
and she just said uh, the uh, inspector general uh, took back his words and said, I gave him a list. She said, I never gave him a list. And when you track this down, because everybody is just quoting each other, and you actually have to go back to the Ukrainian papers, and when you track this down, what he said, uh, the interviewer got very, very specific and said, um, so she gave you a list. And he said, no, no. She stated it, and then I got a piece of paper, and I wrote it down. And she, and she said, you want to give a list? She said, no, that's not what I mean. And he's like, I usually get this from, you know, uh, Ukraine, never from the uh, from the embassy. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why this is a lie. And we'll go into it at the top of the hour. Stand by. Is the Glenn Beck program.